As the oldest, allow me first to present the Angora, Pussy White. Her visiting card, by her desire, was thus inscribed, Madame Moumotte Blanche, Première Chatte, chez Monsieur Pierre Loti. On a memorable evening, nearly twelve years ago, I saw her for the first time. It was a winter's evening, on one of my returns home at the close of some eastern campaign. I had been in the house but a few moments, and was warming myself before a blazing wood fire, seated between my mother and my Aunt Clara. Suddenly, something appeared on the scene, bounding like a panther, and then rolling itself wildly on the hearthrug like a live snowball on its crimson ground. Ah, said Aunt Clara, you don't know her. I will introduce her. This is our new inmate, Pussy White. We thought we would have another cat, for a mouse has found our closet in the salon below. The house had been catless for a long time, succeeding the morning for a certain African cat that I had brought home from my first voyage and worshipped for two years, but who, one fine morning, after a short illness, breathed out her little foreign soul, giving me her last conscious glance, and whom I had afterwards buried beneath a tree in the garden. I lifted for a closer view the roll of fur which lay so white on the crimson mat. I held her carefully with both hands, in a position cats immediately comprehend, and say to themselves, Here is a man who understands us. His caresses we can gratefully condescend to receive. The face of the new cat was very prepossessing. The young, brilliant eyes, the tip of a pink nose, and all else lost in the mass of silken angora fur. White, warm, clean, exquisite to fondle and caress. Besides, she was marked nearly like her predecessor from Senegal, which fact probably decided the selection of my mother and Aunt Clara, to the end that I might finally regard the two as one, in my somewhat fickle affections. Above the cat's ears, a capote-shaped spot, jet black in colour, was set straight, forming a band over the bright eyes. Another and larger spot, shaped like a cape, lay over her shoulders. A plumy black tail, moving like a superb train or an animated flybrush, completed the costume. Her breast, belly and paws were white as the down of a swan. Her total gave me the impression of a ball of animated fur, light, soft, and moved by some capricious hidden spring. After making my acquaintance, Pussy White left my arms to recommence her play, and in these first moments of arrival, inevitably melancholy, because they marked another epoch in my life, the new black-and-white cat obliged me to busy my thoughts with her, jumping on my knee to reiterate my welcome, or stretching herself with feigned weariness on the floor, that I might better admire the silken whiteness of her belly and neck. So she gambled, the new cat, while my eyes rested with tender remembrances on the two dear faces which smiled on me, somewhat aged and framed in greyer curls, upon the family portraits which preserved their expression and age in their frames upon the walls, 
upon the thousand objects seen in their accustomed places, upon the well-known furniture of this hereditary dwelling immovably fixed there, while my unquiet, restless, changing being had roamed over a changing world. And this is a persistent, distinct image of our pussy white, with me still, long after her death, an embodied frolic in fur, snowy white, and bounding or rolling on the crimson rug between the sombre black robes of my mother and Aunt Clara in the evening of one of my great returns. <laughs>